0: Welcome back to the Blackcast, the ones and zeros of all things metal. I'm Matt. And I'm Jeff. And today we have two fairly new bands for both of us. Uh, We're going to be doing Mental Cruelty and Burner.
1: Mental Cruelty is is Zvylikt and Burner is It All Returns to Nothing. And we're going to be starting off with Mental Cruelty, which is kind of a mixture of things that I wasn't really expecting. (laughs) but I loved it regardless. Yeah. I had first come across this band actually before you sent it to me. I think it was on that like deathcore page that I had that I follow on Facebook.
0: Yeah.
1: And the band had released their first single or, or at least the first single that I saw. And it was, um, symphony of a dying star. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, people weren't in the, in the comments taking to it very well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, like I didn't have a problem with it, but there were some people who were saying they didn't really like the, uh, like the fake symphony sound, but I don't know. They, they just weren't like digging it at first. But I think after the album released, people have been like changing their minds about it. And I, I didn't have a problem with that one at all. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think overall it was really awesome. They uh, do a lot of the, um, that like, that those like really filthy breakdowns where they, where they just, it, it almost sounds like they just stop the song in the middle of it and then just mm-hmm. go right into it, you know, yeah. really guttural, but also melodic, which I wasn't really expecting because there was like some singing sprinkled throughout. But yeah, overall, it was, I, I wasn't expecting what I, what I wasn't expecting it, but I really ended up enjoying it.
0: Yeah. So I discovered. These guys via their album A Hilda Die Upon back in March. Oh wait, no. Oh shit. I discovered these guys last year apparently and didn't even know it. <laughs> like I didn't realize who I was clicking on. Uh I was just like looking at back at my liked songs and Yeah, so back in March of 2022, uh I had liked two of their songs off of their last album hill to die upon yeah so when they released this i had it's just funny because back in april i had liked forgotten kings when it was as a single didn't realize that i you know because i don't look at i don't necessarily always look at like the band when i'm liking songs i just oh i like that song so i hit the button and then when the album the full album was released and we started. Going through it, I had liked Forgotten Kings again, so it must, you know, has to be a good <laughs> song. If I had liked it as a single and as in the album, uh, interesting. Yeah, one thing that I thought was interesting is on their website they they're considered they consider themselves uh, black metal slash like blackened deathcore, and I so I had to like do some like digging to figure out what that meant.
1: Yeah, enlighten me because I've seen that too.
0: Just like, it's kind of like an offshoot of black metal where they kind of blend in some of like the death metal, death core attributes. And black metal like kind of originated in like the Scandinavian countries. And so I was, there was a, I think it was Obsessus a diamino. I think was one of the songs that had like a, like Scandinavian, like Norit, like Norse type, like chanty section to it. And I was like, Oh, these guys are kind of, it made sense. I was like, okay, that's like black, the black metal made sense. And then when I, in my like digging, I found out these guys are from Germany. I was like, that doesn't, that's interesting that they're, that they're from Germany doing, like this black metal sound that and I'm not saying like black metal had to stay in Norway or, you know, in the Scandinavian countries, it was just I'm trying to think of how I'm trying to like phrase this, the, the blending in of the German culture and like the Norse culture was, uh, it gave it a real interesting sound. Cause they had, what was it, it'd be this Violet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, track seven, which was in, all in German. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I want to say it was I'm obsessed to say Diamo, Diamo, Uh had that like Norse, chanty, like Celtic sound to it. Uh, but then they also have a bunch of like, like track one. Was that, would that be Midtenvinther? Mid forget. Does the Mid. V make a W sound? or does it keep Mm. the V sound in German? I'm trying to remember. Oh man, I know. Um. (laughs) I don't remember. It was just, so I was like, okay, that makes sense why there's like German. Anyways, it was like learning that they were from Germany made sense. It kind of like brought full spectrum to, I was like, okay, so they're taking elements of this black metal from Scandinavia countries and then putting their own uh, like German twist and then also putting in like that deathcore sound. Uh so I was I was digging the whole thing. I loved this album all
1: the way through. So a V V sound in German is an F. Midfinter.
0: Midfinter. Something like
1: that. Yeah.
0: That and they were throwing yeah. they were throwing in like Latin stuff too, I think. Ego ti absalvo in nomine
1: manual is there anything in English huh is there anything in English oh yeah <laughs> holy water
0: silver plated crucifixes uh, uh a Celtic dressed in velvet and damask useless armor in a war it, it's all pretty much in in English Yeah. they just, they just threw some some interesting stuff in there I don't know, I, I found it it I'd, I like the, like the Nordic or the Swiss folk or Swedish, like folk metal stuff. So to have a couple of that, like chanty Scandinavian element in it kind of brought me back to the, the folk metal that I've listened to before. And then, well, also just like real nasty, just stank face giving like riffs and
1: vocals. So yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I think, I think these guys are just incredible musicians,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, very talented all the way around, especially, especially one that can even, even a vocalist that can perform like that, but like can switch between three different languages on the Mm -hmm. spot. Cause you know, they, you know, they might have, like, different ways of pronouncing, you know, letters and might have, like, different accents and stuff. So, yeah, it's incredibly difficult it's, to make your mind work three different ways.
0: It's one of those bands that I wouldn't have guessed was from a different country when I listened to them at first.
1: 100%. Is there? Is was there, like, maybe, like, one element that you really liked about like the band like the most like was it the the feel of it was it the fact that they like to incorporate those other things those all all these different kind of snippets of genres and languages and stuff or is i mean for for me for me personally i just i just like the the fast pace of it Mm -hmm. but then sometimes you know i think i think they may have done the the like the filthy breakdown thing maybe one too many times that kind of like marchy hard driving you know right Got in the it. middle of the song it stops i think i think they could have probably diversified a little bit in that sense but they are pretty diverse overall and they have enough little elements like the way that um i think it was either it was either nordless or mortal shells that like started off with like a clean intro that's not just straight blast beats all the time
0: yeah for me it was yeah kind of just a little bit of everything a lot of a mixture between like the whenever the orchestra choir would come in compared to like just the filthy nasty breakdowns that they could do uh i think it's Nordley's. like i love the intro to that it has like that acoustic intro that they carry through most of the song and then it switches over into all the, like the distorted guitars and whatnot. Yeah. No, I just, the, the variety I think is what I love about this band and how well they do each individual element.
1: Yeah. You mentioned choir a minute ago, especially on Forgotten Kings. I made a I made a specific note of that one that maybe I don't, maybe I just don't listen to a lot of music with choirs in it, but I, I I've noticed that, most if they put a choir sound in there, it always usually seems to be female, but this one was like a male choir. And Mm -hmm. I don't really, I don't really hear that a lot. So that, that kind of grabbed my attention on that one. I think you're, I think you're right on
0: that. I think a lot of death metal bands and whatnot, when they put choirs and they kind of tend to lean a little bit more towards the female aspect of it, just, and this is like total speculation. I think it's, has something to do with you're playing a lot of low notes. So they might be trying to get that higher element like that, just that just different range, just something. So you're not listening to like low frequencies the whole time. You're getting some of that higher range stuff. gives you a little bit more dynamic, uh, sound is my, would be my speculation and thought process into that.
1: Yeah, it makes sense to kind of fill out the spectrum of, of, of frequencies. So mm-hmm. they're not all just, they're not just all low. Yeah. But it, they did it really well. Yeah. Cause having that, he, having that female choir in general, it just kind of like fills up like those higher, that higher rate, that higher range of, of palette. Yeah. I think we're both on the same page about yeah. Forgotten Kings. I didn't have it as, I didn't have it as a favorite. I probably could have. I mean, I picked favorites, yeah. But overall the whole thing was just like stellar. Know, it was, yeah, stellar. <laughs> yeah. I stellar think, like twilight. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh well, th- that's what the that's what the word means. That's uh, like, oh yeah. That was, yeah, making an album joke. Gotcha. No, not the not the no, book. Not no, the book Twilight. Gotcha. What you're saying. <laughs> I
0: thought you were talking about Twilight, the book. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Um I think part of why that Male choir, because I, I just went in and looked at it a little bit, or listened, not looked, listened. Why the male choir kind of stands out and works is you're getting that high element from the brass in the orchestra. There's like a lot of, I don't know if it'd be trumpet or French horn in there, but it's like you're getting like a lot of high, like brassy elements, so that kind of a little shrilling, even where because they're they're getting so high up in that into the brass it almost that sounds distorted but it's you're you're you listen to a lot of jazz you, you know what i'm saying how like when trumpets start to get a little high they get that like it's not distortion but it just
1: it I'm sounds horny
0: yeah. like like <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how it's it, it it's like Real, like they're really pushing it. Yeah. The it sounds real brassy and not all like alarming, but it just it has that sound.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I didn't even really pay attention to the other elements other than the choir, but yeah, yeah. I think that'd be a good, good. Um, so
0: bringing in like the, the male choir kind of gives you that more mellow, buttery sound. So I guess before like getting, eh, I don't know. Forgotten Kings is really the only one that I had favorited and I have notes for one, two, four, five, six songs, but it's like, they're all short, short, just kind of like snippets of stuff that I, that I liked throughout. I don't know what you
1: had detail wise for. So, yeah, I mean, I had in general, I kind of had some like timestamps and, you know, thing like notes for almost, almost every song, but. My three favorites were, uh, Obsessi, Obsessi's a a Dimino, Pest. It was either it was either Pest or the Arrogance of Agony that was, I, I think I enjoyed the most. Yeah, I think, I I think I latched on to um Obsessi's at first because you know it's like early in the album and I wasn't expecting that type of, uh, that like like brutal, yeah. just change change of pace. And it had, the melodic singing at around like 340, which I wasn't expecting. So like, Mm -hmm. I wasn't expecting that beat down at 240. Wasn't expecting (laughs) the the singing at 340. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of like singing the, like the way that betraying the martyrs does their singing. So it kind of added some like familiar familiarity in there for me. So, I mean, that one, that was just a solid song. Pest 220. I put OMG. (laughs) 220 probably yeah probably one of those nasty
0: yeah there's just like a second long pause and then you just get that snare clack
1: yeah you can really like that part you can really feel him using his head head voice i think yeah like in his throat but you can like almost feel it like he's pushing it up to his nose like to his temples or something, the way he's yeah. like articulating those words. And I want to see if you caught something. At 2.52, did you catch how they changed the pitch of the scream? It may have been electronic, but like the th- like he changes the pitch like three or four times
0: at 2.52. I mean, there's different sound. Are you talking like in one fluid motion or... Because through that that section, he's he, it's like low and then mid well, and high. I, it kind of like there's.
1: Well, like at. So if you started at 252, it actually happens at like 255. So he goes like. So it goes duh, 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 like that.
0: Yeah. The, rah, rah, yeah.
1: Yeah. It actually. I mean, it sounded like it was an actual pitch rather than just like high, low, or mid. But it was. So yeah. that was.
0: It's, it sounds good either way. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Just since we're on Pest, I I put a star, like, in my notes. And I just said, end of Pest. I thought it was cool how they... um Not symbolize. I can't think of, like, the word. It kind of showed how... Not showed. I'm all over the place. I need... Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> He, so he says, fading out of life, desire to die, shadows of night. And then like, he kind of like repeats that phrase of like fading out of life. And as, as he's doing that, the, they're like actually doing that to the whole song, like talking about fading out and the, the whole song is just slowly getting quieter
1: oh yeah that's good That's it's
0: alliteration is that what I'm is that the word I'm thinking of
1: Oh like uh, yeah, yeah I think so
0: okay there we go <laughs> yeah just how they were able to bring that aspect and add like a literal like f- fading to it
1: was cool Hmm. well alliteration is more of no uh, yeah alliteration is wrong An- yeah announcing yeah or like pr- pronouncing it but i know i know what word you're looking for i can't think of it either yes yeah. it's like vi- like not symbolism
0: vis- like, but like
1: yeah like you're re- you're doing what the words are saying
0: yes yeah like yeah. mark zedolinski how one. when they're talking about going down the steps he like puts one word and then like makes stares out of the words and like you read it in like a descending manner. Mm-hmm. Same thing but with sound.
1: <laughs> yes. All right. Cool. <laughs> the House of Leaves effect. Yeah. Anything else? Um I I really liked uh the arrogance of agony. Okay. 46 seconds. I like the change of pace at that part. The vibe. Cause it's it doesn't sound like like deathcore. At that point, this is like
0: 2010, like metalcore, like Bullet for My Valentine esque, where they would kind of get rid of all the distortion on the guitar, and you just have like that kind of clean guitar, and then they're just kind of screaming with it. Maybe not necessarily a Bullet For My Valentine, but I've heard a band in like 2010 with that sound. It's nostalgic, at least.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I just really, I think that one just kind of stuck out with me because of the change of pace mm-hmm. uh, and that different like sonic texture that they added in there. And and then 312, I put epic, that kind of melodic, but all those notes that they're hitting with the tremolo picking. It's...
0: Yeah, it's one of those like simple techniques per se where it's it you're not doing anything super fancy but you're constantly like building and just hitting the right spot at the right time to where you're kind of just building this sense of anticipation or like dramatic you're you're building it for like dramatic effect.
1: Yeah, and they can I mean they it, even I mean this is all in one song. They yeah. they can they can really push being on both both spectrums, mm-hmm. you know, kind of quiet and stripped away a little bit at the beginning and then just throwing every texture in towards the end. It's funny
0: how almost all their songs are over five minutes long. I think we talked about how like bands like Lorna Shore per se, sometimes it feels a little like they're using the same formula with like qu- choir or uh, symphony and then like pat, like uh, just like chord progression, pattern, course, var- verse, bridge, breakdown, course, verse. These guys sometimes like Lorna Shore song feels like it's six minutes long. <laughs> I, I I never really got that feeling from this band
1: No me either
0: it, where they they do enough stuff and it's never like it doesn't ever feel like they're using the same pattern. Mm-hmm. It's not cookie cutter because they'll, they'll switch between things they'll add something new in they'll bring something back in a different way uh, so it nothing ever felt like it was drawn out or reused I know you mentioned that maybe a couple of the nasty breakdowns were just one too many but
1: yeah you know and I I enjoyed all I enjoyed all of them yeah they were they were awesome and I never and I, I was never like oh, oh no another one <laughs> but you, you know what I mean but it, it would have uh it would have been it would have been cool to to hear maybe just a little bit of change of a pattern with like the breakdown just, just with that yeah. yeah yeah okay yeah uh but yeah you're right you're, you're right and you know, i'm looking at the time on the album and it's i mean it's almost 50 minutes mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm looking at all the time just you know times on the songs i'm like how is this album not an hour long but i mean they had like <laughs> they had like two minute and a half songs but even then i'm looking five six six five five seven yeah. and a half it just seems like it's sh- <laughs> like the time. And- the time isn't timing right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they open up a wormhole. Just
1: yeah. it's just shorter.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think Forgotten Kings is probably my favorite. Mostly, and we think we covered pretty much covered pretty much everything I had to say about that. Other than, uh, I love the cadence. I think that's the right word. At like twenty seconds, just and the Forgotten kings. Yeah. Just the way that the delivery of the words and how it, yeah, the cadence, just like the rhythm of how it all is laid out at that part. It's very marchy, but I I really enjoy that. And then at 3.48, everything kind of cuts out and one of those nice long pauses, and he just says rotten hell and like the grossest, Gurgle, and I don't know. I I really enjoyed that part.
1: They should include. They should just do a music video of of this <coughs> when he was recording it in the studio, because <laughs> I want to see the faces. I could just like I can picture the faces. Yeah,
0: and then I think starting at like four sixteen, the palm mutes just how there. There's something that maybe a little bit before four sixteen. Yeah, so if you start at like four twelve, like like. You have this like swell, and then there's just like it's very snappy with like really oh, small yeah. sections of silence It just sounds
1: mm, 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 like that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I like it kind of is shakes you a little bit. You're like, oh, what?
1: <laughs> have we heard a bass boom in deathcore recently? I don't it, know. Like, because I started it at 410. You can hear that, like, that, oh, like,
0: the. <sighs> maybe I don't know
1: I can't think of it but just to elaborate on this there's so many things happening in this section the 419 oh wow, man what a what a what a dr- little drum fill oh so sexy
0: <laughs> oh yeah that's that's a good drum fill oh
1: man yeah drums <laughs> deathcore yeah. Specifically, death chord drums. Yeah, that's a great song. Great song.
0: Yeah, so that, that was all I had for that. Uh, and Obsessus, just the only thing that we didn't, because I told like at 240, you already covered, I said so that was like the nastiest stank face I ever made. Like every time that part comes <laughs> up, like my, bef- there's like a little like swell or like anticipation. They don't necessarily like lend themselves too much to you thinking that it's going to happen. But with, how whatever they're doing in that just before 2:40 when that comes in i can feel the right side of like my lip start to curl up mm-hmm. and then when it comes in like my nostril flares and then like my lip like curls all the way and it's just
1: it's you probably see a doctor
0: yeah probably <laughs> it's like a reverse stroke or something where <laughs> instead of like sagging it's just all coming up <laughs>
1: What are your symptoms, sir? Bring in the song. <laughs> Stank face. Give the doctor a reverse. <laughs> yeah. I think I got a reverse stroke, doc. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but then the only other thing I had about that song was that four minutes is that, is that clean vocals that have like that Nordic chanty sound to it. I don't know if, if you're getting that same feeling that I am.
1: I, I'm not as familiar with it. I, I don't know if I'd be able to pick it out. I mean, it, it just sounds like really good singing to me. So okay. I, I don't know if I could yeah. pick out exactly the flavor that you're there, it's, picking out.
0: Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's maybe it's because I've listened to some of that like symphonic, melodic, folk, Nordic folk stuff. It There's just something about it that like is very... Chanty and And maybe it's That I'm catching a little bit Of like a, the German accent But he's like Blending it A certain way Where it just I don't know Either way I loved it And then I really only have Two more comments On this album Is this okay. Violet I said Is The theme song For my dog Just chilling. Yeah. Yeah, she liked it. Uh I don't know. It was just just because of like her like just sitting there all stoic face and then you have just this German chant, I guess. I I sent you that the snap, right? Where it was playing this song.
1: Oh, you know, I I think I op- no I remember you sending something, but I I don't know if I heard the volume. I thought oh did you you just... your sound off. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. I, d- I didn't hear the sound. Gotcha.
0: No, just imagine my dog all stoic, like just sitting there, and then this song. It just it fits. Yeah. I guess you could put any stoic animal just st- sitting there, and it's it's a very stoic song. But it fits her. Yeah, and then I like how it bleeds sim. Uh, like seamlessly into Symphony of a Dying Star. Like it could be the same song and almost kind of like Osaya, how they separated that one song just in case you didn't want to listen to a minute and a half of chanting and you can just get into the meat of the song. It almost sounded like they did that.
1: Yeah, man. So many good things to say. Mm-hmm. Transitions... In in the bio, it was a po- it said it was a poem, Zvilek. Oh, okay. Um, I don't, I I didn't look it up, but it does sound like a poem. It, I looked it up. Now in this one, briefly. I can I can hear that those kind of maybe those those like phrases and intervals that you were yeah trying to pick out from obsessus.
0: Yeah. So. In English, it is the light of the night turns black. The last ray hits me. My greatest enemy, my own mind, shadow in the head of shadow in the head, a poison, a vile, tightly wraps itself around me. It robs me of breath and strength. Hard ground, miserably soft. My light is now deaf. The light of night turns black. The last ray hits me. My greatest enemy. Is my greatest enemy in my own mind? Shadow in the head, a poison.
1: Yeah, so it just repeats the first part. I like that line about about your mind being your own worst enemy. Yeah. I think that's pretty relatable.
0: Yeah. And then my only other comment is more or less maybe I need for at a tale of salt and light at 145. I might be crazy. Maybe like start at like 140. Does that have like a nep a necrogoblicon type bounce to it? Not necessarily the sound per se, but like the the bounce is the best way I can describe it. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, I hear that. I hear it.
0: Yep. And I'm not saying that as a bad thing. I was just like, I was like, oh, that's kind of like it has like the just necrogoblicon like bounce, and that's Mm -hmm. the best way I can describe it.
1: Yeah, I think that's perfect description because that that makes total sense to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, that's pretty much all I have to say about this album. I loved every second of it.
1: Yeah, I, I really did too.
0: I don't think I skipped a sing. I might have skipped track one just just to get to more or less just to get to the meat of the the album. But I think if it if track one was attached because oh, that's another song. I didn't realize that before track one bleeds perfectly into track two. If that would have been smashed on top, like in the same track, I probably would have, I wouldn't have skipped it. I would just want to listened. I would have listened to it all the way through.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's some, there's, a, there's some things where there, there, there's, there's been bands for me in the past that or I wish, like I wish the intro part was part of this actual song. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, just, quick tangent like with angels and airwaves one of their albums that came out there was a—I forget the name of the intro part but I think the actual song was either like the song or the intro was called star of Bethlehem and it's like a two minute thing before the actual song started but the way that it went the way that the song actually started like it it loses context if you don't have that intro and I was like man I really Mm. because that was back in the day of like you know, iPods and like CDs and you couldn't like, if I wanted to hear the whole thing, but I would put my iPod on shuffle. It didn't, you lose the context. Right. So I'd wanted to hear them together. Okay. So yeah, I I can, I, I can go either way on, on things like that.
0: Yeah. It's not necessarily like it needs to be put on it. It was just one of those things I, I skipped Midfinther just because it it seemed like extra to me, but then hearing it in context with Obsessus, I was like, man, if that was if that was just on top of it together, I would have pro- I, pro- I wouldn't have skipped it because I was like, ooh, that just kind of like gets you in the mood for what's coming up. But I I, I guess that's my only critique or I guess complaint about the album. Other than that, like I loved every second of it all 48 minutes and 50 seconds
1: yeah me too i really don't i don't i really don't have any like negative things to say about it Mm -hmm. i i did skip i so i you know in terms of skipping i did skip the intro you know usually like i obviously listened to it for the first time but when i was starting the album i just like to start with uh track two and i'll be honest i did i did skip zviolet each time like i listened to it for the first time but just because i like you said kind of just wanted to get to the meat of it yeah so yeah so but but nothing but there wasn't there really wasn't a moment in here that i that i didn't like
0: Mm -hmm. yeah also i really love the album art it has that whole what a lot of bands are doing right now with the the painting whether it be like acrylic or chalk or whatever whatever paint that they're using i don't
1: know enough about it but like i love that artwork almost looks like it could be a magic the gathering card put like a power and toughness in the corner (laughs) it almost does flavor text (laughs) yeah it almost looks like it fits with the new set
0: uh it looks kind of like gandalf the white if 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 the horse if the if the horse was the correct color of Wait, that's his Dude, name. Dude,
1: right? You know what you know what would be so funny is if someone like you could you could name the card mental cruelty. Yeah and, and <laughs> add some flavor text, like part of that part of that Zvilek's poem as the flavor text. Yeah. At the bottom, and then put a power and toughness of I don't even know, something and something. Yeah. I think that'd be awesome. <laughs> what what would the mana cost be? The mana costs probably two colorless, one black, one green.
0: Okay, interesting. See, I was was in between a, for, I can agree with the two colorless. I'm thinking either white, black, or white, green. But then I get the green, black also. Definitely, definitely black, I think. Yeah, yeah, it could go either way on the green or the white, either way so cool so cool (laughs) we should just start making proxies yeah let's do it
1: (laughs) oh that'd be cool
0: just make proxies of like metal bands for magic the gathering
1: yeah (laughs) I gotta get good at photoshop right (laughs) (laughs) which is something that has been on my mind actually yeah
0: all right uh yeah definitely recommend this that's
1: Yeah, I two three thumbs up two big two two thumbs two big toes up yeah everything
0: all the digits all the digits yeah
1: all right so our next one is called Burner it all returns to nothing and this was one that I found from um, the Mathcore Index Facebook page because one Mm -hmm. of the member one of the band members posted. Probably maybe like six months ago, hey, we've got a new single. I don't I don't know who the band member was. I don't remember, but you know, we've got a new single. check us out. We got an album coming up and then recently when it came out, I think I think he may have posted the album in the in the in the, in the group and uh, wanted to check it out. And when I was reading the bio and the more that I listened to it, it kind of it, this one kind of caught me off guard a little bit too for for similar reasons for mental cruelty is that so like burner burner has this kind of chaotic hardcore sound to it mm-hmm. but they also blend in deathcore, was it elements to it which i wasn't really expecting like if you if you look at their bio it says um Burner possessed the incredible ability to weave death metal, hardcore fractions of black metal into their calculated disorder. And when I was, when, as I was listening through it, I'm like, this doesn't just sound straight up like hardcore. It's got that, you know, that fast, like tremolo picking that, that death metal does. Mm-hmm. And while it doesn't really sound quite like death, you know, actual death metal, it does have those inspirations there Yeah, that I, that I really liked. I just want to compliment them on being able to actually write a Spotify bio because I, when I was reading (laughs) it, not just the, not for the fact of just having one, but like they know they, they knew I was like impressed on how they wrote it. You know, I was like, yeah, man. Yeah. Guys, like anybody who doesn't have a Spotify bio, take these guys as, as like an example because they, they shortened and not short, but like enough and to the point, you know, three little paragraphs, but like, man, you, you, you can kind of get a sense of who they really are just from reading the bio. Yeah. I, yeah, we've been, yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
0: No, I didn't mean to like interrupt you there, but I just, as, as a quick comment, I don't know if I sent you or if I just saw this meme, but they all have, there's a meme that like went around recently that they all have the, the meme where if it says if the guitarist walks out on stage with this haircut, you know you're getting destroyed in the pit. <laughs> they all, have, <laughs> they all have that haircut, <laughs> and I was like, you know, what? it fits. Like, like it, you know, this is I, I, this is another one I enjoyed. It was different from, I guess, what I would normally listen to. I'm not super into the hardcore scene as much as you mm-hmm. are. I could. I definitely like could pick up on different elements, uh, of them blending in those different genres. And did I send you that gif of, uh, or not gif, the, the video of like when the snare drum comes in, did I send you that video? I don't, think, video?
1: So. I don't oh, think so,
0: man, there was, uh, or like, it says like that snare drum sound or like, Something about like the snare and it was this it was their birthday party and this older kid or an adult had like their they were blindfolded and had the pinata. Somebody for whatever reason like walked in front of them and then they just get smacked right in the head. And so then they took that sound and then they went into like a like a hardcore heavy metal song right after and, and it fit like the it fit the snare just quack and then it, it was so funny i'll see if i can find it but yeah now that that's what this band reminded me of too they had some good snare thwacks
1: yeah there's there's a and there was a there was a recurring uh phenomenon that that i that that happened throughout this album that i called the thickness <laughs> um I I can't quite explain what that what they were doing but at times like the like it was either the guitar or it was some added maybe distortion or something that kept uh, that kept coming up in each song that made that just made it sound thicker and I don't from like a production standpoint I I can't figure it out okay so maybe let's see so if you go to struggle session at 318 or maybe, you know, maybe slightly before or after. Yeah. So, so maybe start at like 315. Maybe they added like an octave below it or something, but it just kind of, you know, it sounds like guitar, regular guitar and then, oh, like, I don't know what they're doing there, but that that type of sound appears probably like three or four times. It gets swampy a little bit, a little bit, but it doesn't sound muddy though no it's like really clear yeah crystal clear what do you think are they adding i don't i don't know what they're doing (laughs) i'm gonna be honest i don't know
0: i didn't notice it until you said yeah this spot and then i'm sitting here like listening and i go
1: oh oh yeah it's um it could (laughs) it's 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 almost it's almost so like it's you can hear it but it's almost imperceptible to the point where it, like i think most people might not catch it pay attention to that yeah yeah
0: like i didn't i i didn't catch that until you said listen at this spot
1: yeah so that was the first time that it showed up and then i, I and then i had like comments like prometheus reborn 230 the thickness happens again EF five one forty, you know, the thickness strikes again. <laughs> so there is there so Prometheus Reborn, EF five, and an affirming flame has that, you know, down with the thickness type of thing. Um that 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 I lo- I love that I loved I love that element of this band. And yeah, like you said, I I do listen to a lot of hardcore, kind of that chaotic sound. Uh-huh. Probably not as like deep of lyric. I, I mean, I didn't look the lyrics up, but I'm looking at our time and we spent probably about an hour on mental cruelty or, yeah. you know, so, which is, which is awesome. But I, I, I think, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I enjoy this type of music, but kind of, I don't, I didn't do a lot of like studying on this one compared to like mental cruelty.
0: Yeah. For me, it was, I enjoyed it as a, one of those things that I could like throw on and just kind of jam to like it wasn't I didn't an easy listener I guess Mm
1: -hmm. not
0: to like take away from like the depth of like because they had those those elements of where you're like ooh that's interesting but I wasn't ever like I didn't have to study it it was just like a nice relaxing listen as ironic as that sounds Mm -hmm. just like some quick little like notes okay so apparently I thought I sent you the 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 video because in struggle session and I didn't even put like a timestamp on it. There's the, I said snare from the, from the video I sent Jeff didn't apparently send it. (laughs) Oops. I think at 45, they're doing like a nice snare fill there. It's not necessarily like that thwack, but it's like on the snare, but.
1: Oh Yeah. Yeah. Um, you can kind of hear that. You can kind of hear that plastic ball sound.
0: Yeah. And then what else do I have? An EF5 at 109, maybe a little bit before that beat and drive or like beat slash drive. Like that. Dsh, 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 like is I just, it's sick. I love it. Like I said, it's easy to listen to, but there's like elements where you're just like, oof that that spot right there is good.
1: Yeah, that absolutely grabs your attention. Yeah, And this one's kind of uh that part that part's kind of like marchy too but it like mm-hmm. in a different way. Like yeah. not not the mental cruelty kind of deathcore march but it has it has that just like stompy just yeah. feeling to it. Punchy. Mm-hmm. This is like
0: workout music. Yeah. That's that's how I could uh, yeah. It's like you can listen to it and it gets you worked up, but you don't have to like analyze it. Like you're not trying to feel every little bit of it. You're just trying to get the emotion out of the song. And I think that's
1: what I got. Yeah. I think they, they, they use where, whereas like mental cruelty did a lot of, you know, core band elements, but then they Mm. also added in choir and acoustic guitar and, this, one, this one's just like raw where four band members just playing our instruments.
0: One thing that I... so the, I did in an affirming flame. I was probably the one I most analyzed, but that's also yeah. seven, almost seven and a half minutes long, which I thought was interesting <laughs> that a lot of the stuff is below three minutes. And then mm-hmm. they threw a seven minute song. And I think that if you're a band, how I phrase this? I feel like a lot of bands who are in the shorter song category, if they're gonna do a longer song that they're not traditionally, that like their fan base isn't traditionally used to, it has to be good. It has to be done well. Mm-hmm. And I love this song, I thought it was okay. very well good. done.
1: And like, I love the intro to it. Yeah. And real quick, the way that it starts off, you wouldn't expect it. Like if you didn't know what, how, how long the song was, it mm-hmm. doesn't seem like it would be a seven and a half minute song.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then like going into like, so you have that nice, fast, punchy intro and then going to two minutes, 20, they just like slow it down with almost kind of doomy. With that bass just kind of, the bass and the drum just kind of jamming out. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And then at 340, that chug slash, like, groove. So just that, I think it's more more so a groove. That... Really like that. You know, what's funny is,
1: hmm. real quick, one of my notes was that, in general, they like to play... Power chords really fast, but yeah. then in a section like that, they they slow it down and really make you feel every note. Yeah,
0: and then just so like, oh wow, I was really off with my timestamp on this one. At four twenty, they do another slowdown nice. with like, don't know, it's just a guitar, no distortion, just kind of clean picking, strumming, I should say, mm-hmm. and very beautiful. It comes in and then like six minutes, the whole band comes back in and I put, it's, it's a beautiful, sad and heavy like sound. At six minutes? At six minutes. Yeah. Like even though he starts screaming and stuff, I, I found it like really beautiful, but then it's just, there's this real deep, sad undertone. And it's, it's like heavy and it like sits like
1: heavy in your chest almost. You know, this wasn't a favorite of mine when I was listening, but <laughs> kind of breaking it down <laughs> to me and I'm like, not that I didn't like it, but I'm liking it a lot more. Yeah. After hearing all these elements, I kind of want to hear them. I'm not going to lie. I kind of want to hear them expand upon, like if you could make this song and do more elements, like what, everything that's happening in this song. Hmm. Oh man. That'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 liking this one more now.
0: Yeah. I that's pretty much all I had to say for this band. I enjoyed it. Um, I don't think I really skipped around at all. Listened to it all the way through. It's a short 30 essentially 34 minutes album. One thing I did find interesting, Mental mm-hmm. Cruelty and Burner both released their albums on the same day. Oh no, yeah, June twenty third. Awesome. Yeah. So I thought at least to Spotify they released them on the same day. So I thought that was really cool that we're doing the same <laughs> two bands <laughs> the same day.
1: Maybe it was by subconscious. I don't know. So real quick back to Affirming Flame, six fifty five, the thickness has its final appearance. Yeah.
0: Which one? Uh, affirming Flame. Yeah. Six fifty five.
1: Yeah, maybe like six fifty three. Start it. Oh yeah, that doesn't want to get that doesn't want to make you get up and jump around. That oh man, yeah, awesome. Yeah, so I mean, I think overall, I think that's, I think that's pretty much all I've got. Quick, I, I'm gonna give this one a thumbs up as well. Quick, yeah. fast, you know. But yeah, um, you know, you kind of convinced me on affirming flame <laughs> like all that, all that. Yeah, I put one fifty eight. I put Sludge City. I brown that sludgy part that you mentioned. Um, but yeah, I I think like man, all the other songs are are awesome, fast, kind of you know, hardcore-y. But then affirming flame kind of shows their other side of like how, that they do have a range, and they, maybe mm-hmm. they wanted to experiment with that one. But um, yeah, thumbs up for me. I really enjoyed it this week, and not nothing bad to say about it about yeah. these guys either. Yeah, same. Oh, also, did you notice? Pyramid Head, you know, I I saw the the name many times this week, and I just didn't make the connection until you brought it yeah. up to me right now because we're both Silent Hill fans. So yeah, I'm wondering if there's anything else. Maybe they're movie fans. Maybe Pyramid Head, um, Prometheus is that was a movie. Long March. Hurt Locker, Hurt Locker, huh? Long March, maybe Lord of the Rings, Waco Horror, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I was just curious if you caught that. Not, not, no, not until that, not oh, okay. until this minute. All right, yeah, all no, right. I, I well, definitely recommend well, this as well, both of them. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys on next episode. See ya.